Hey everybody, this is Ruben with 5-Minute Warning. When I decided that I wanted to make a podcast of my own, I found Anchor. Let me tell you, Anchor is free. Free. F-R-E-E. That's what I'm talking about. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or your computer. You know what? Anchor sends my podcast out to me to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, so I ain't got to do it. Also, you can make money. I repeat, you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, look, that's what I did. Five-minute warning, almost at 100 episodes in. Get Anchor. Okay, students, this is your five-minute warning. I repeat, five-minute warning. Silence. This is the five-minute warning with Ruben Brown, happening right now. Hello, hello. This is Ruben Brown with five-minute warning. And I feel like every time that this show happens is definitely like completely different than what my vision was. But before I get into that, we got AG on the ones and twos. What's going on, AG? What's happening? What's happening, y'all? Glad to be here as always. And, you know, when I, when I came up with the, the, and I feel like I say this almost every week, but like when I came up with the idea of how I want to do the show, like, it was simple and stuff. Okay. I figured I talked for like a half hour and, you know, people get just a little bit of me and that's it. You know, we listen, we laugh together. We go what together right, and, and whatnot. But now I feel like the show is just, just, uh, what's the word I want to use? Um, transmognified. Now that's a word. I mean, yeah, it's just something else. So, have you ever heard that word before? I have not. Because I right. was about to call you out like you, Jesse Jackson, making up words. But I first was like, all, he wouldn't have said that if it wasn't a real word. First of all, why we got to do that to Jesse Jackson, man? Because he stuff. did it to himself. He did it to himself, <laughs> and we all know that. All the black people know that. Come on now. <laughs> so, nah, man. Back in the day, okay, in a little bit today, Calvin and Hobbes, he, um... Calvin was a little boy, his stuffed animal Hobbs, which was a tiger. And in his imagination, his tiger was real. Okay. And talked to him and stuff. So they um Bill Waterman made a whole comic strip about it. I got I got like three or four of the books. Those things were awesome. Okay. And it's basically uh I think he's like six or six. Well, he's in school. So he's like maybe seven or eight. And his imagination is crazy. And so one day he made a trans magnification machine. Well, first of all, let's let's teach people what tra- transmon what, what? transmogrification. Okay, what does that mean? Well, basically we were talking together, so you say that word one more time clearly. Transmogrification. Okay. All what right, does it so mean? So first of all, you have to understand that this kid's like seven or eight. Understood. So, you know, Basically, what it was is he created a box. 
Okay. And when he put something in the box, it changed. It's uh, something crazy. So, I mean, just random crazy or something in particular? Something kid crazy. Okay. I mean, remember, this is the this is the thought process of a seven or eight-year-old boy. Okay. And with his um, imagination, you know, like he would put um, like a piece of snot in it and his big <laughs> snot monster would come out. What? Yeah, a it's piece, crazy. Is this real or you just as an example? I, man, that was an example. But, you know, basically he would put stuff in the box and it would come out all weird, crazy. You know, okay. I mean, off the top of my head, I can't really like talk about it because I don't know off the top of my head. I can get a, I can get the book and stuff. But yeah, so that's just what he was. And as I was talking, that word just came to my mind. So is it a real word? No, it's an eight year old word, like a, a word for an eight year old. OK, because he literally made the word because, you know, he's eight and he can't, you know, it's probably some sort of um. Like in a in an adult world, word is probably trans. I don't know. I probably nothing at all. Probably something. No, I mean he yeah. actually. While I'm listening to this. I'm like, okay, so he made up the word, but he was smart enough to kind of get it right. Kind of, yeah, but I can't tell you what the word should be like in our age. <laughs> well, he got the trans right. He sure got like, the trans right. It's like it's transforming something, but it's transforming it in a weird way. Because so, really, actually, if I were to say this, and I can't even believe I'm having a, a discussion about a made-up word. However, I would say it would be something like exactly what we do. Trans, trans modification sounds better to me based yeah. on what you're telling me. And that's probably what he was trying to say, but he's eight. So his vocabulary is not that huge. Well, it's huge enough to get the trans right. I mean. Ain't mad at him. Transforming. Yeah. You know, hey, he could he could he could hook up with Jesse Jackson. He probably could have won presidency in '89. I'm just like, stop it. <laughs> nah, man, Reaganomics was live and well in the '80s. But if he'd have got that vocabulary right, well, no. I, I mean, mean, 2020 is hindsight, right? Okay, I guess. <laughs> but no, but back to my original point. It's just like, you know, I didn't expect it to be much, but now it's like, like completely different. How which so? Which is awesome. No, it's so like we still talk about the crazies, the crazy stuff. Right. Sure. I mean, that happens. But I think the important thing is it's like one is more than 30 minutes usually. I mean, even the last one I did by myself was like 45 minutes. Yeah, I noticed so, that. Yeah. I mean, and then, you know, as you mentioned off air, you know, I've started to talk a little bit more about myself. That, and I think I was going to do that more in my opinions, but I've started to talk more about myself. I'm not sure how that's going over with the crowd, but eh, it is what it is. I guess they continue to listen. Um, have you have this? What's, what is the listenership like now? Is it about the same or have you got more uh, comments? It's about the or? same. It's okay. about the same. But what I have noticed is there are people starting to listen to the old stuff. It is so, classic. I listen to it all the time. <laughs> I mean, I think the old stuff is old. No, but, man. Cause I'm telling you, dude, the first one we did together. And a couple of your first two or three, it's like, okay, okay, this is good stuff. Telling you. I appreciate that. Um, But yeah, you know, I I think that it is, um, you know, it's definitely, um, what's the word? It's a, 
It begins with an E. Okay. Um, like evolution type, you know. Right. It has evolved. Yeah. It has evolved. There it is. It has evolved into something different than what I saw, what I thought in my head, but I like it. So. Well, what did I'm, you? Well, I mean, just not really for you know posterity, but really for uh, defining and creating a reference. What did you, when you were sitting around and you know conceptualizing all this? What was the con- concept? What was the concept? I think honestly, I think the first episodes, pretty much like by myself, um, before you know you you jumped in and started helping, um, is pretty much what I had envisioned it. So I kind of followed the script of my thought process. Okay. Because I didn't expect to be d- doing a show with other people. You did? I expect to have I expect to have a, a guest every now and then. Okay. Okay. I see. Um, because there's one with me and Mo. Right. That's the first on that one. We did. I, yeah. Mo was great that day. Yeah. That's the first one that I did with someone else. But I made sure I had a couple under my belt so I would feel comfortable. Okay. Um, you know, before I submit anybody else to my craziness. So but we all love your craziness. Well, I appreciate that. So, yeah, I mean, I think I was really strict on it. And now, you know, I've kind of just let it do, do itself. Okay. You know, he said, do you, I let it do it. And this is what we got so far. So, well, my take on that whole thing is I like it. I like the first episode. Cause I was sitting around on the, on, I was in a recliner and I was just flipping through Facebook, just whatever. And uh, you didn't reach out to me personally, so I'm like, okay, whatever. So I'm flipping through, and it's like five minute warning with uh, I'm sorry, five minute warning with Ruben Brown. I'm like, for real? I know I gotta listen to this because I completely enjoy you when we're <laughs> together in family gatherings, especially when something comes up sports related or just something you don't agree with. It, you're hilarious. So I said, okay, this is gonna be good, and I wasn't disappointed. And, <laughs> and then. Because really, I mean, from my, my experience is a little bit different than most of the world. Because when I listen to you, I listen to you as Cuzzo. You know, I'm like, okay, I know what's coming. Do, no matter what you're going to talk about, I already know what's coming. And, and again, I wasn't disappointed. But when you are with someone, and my first experience with you being with someone was Mo. And I was like, okay, this is real dope now. I hope he does this more because when I approached you about helping you, I approached you from an audio standpoint. And so I wasn't really concerned about being on the show as much as I wanted y'all to sound good. And so, but then you had me on the show and then I, I listened to it in the moment and I was like, this is good. It's magic. It really was. And you laughed at me when I said that, but you know, I was right. And so when Mo got involved, um, it was even more magic because you got like three guys that, you know, Mo, obviously I don't know him at all, but I think there's a lot of chemistry there. And so my wife and I are talking about, and that is Boo Love, if you don't know. So Boo Love and I are talking about this and she's like, he really does need to have a partner because as good as you are on your own, you really excel with other people, which, which is more to, you know, what I have experienced with you because you are very social. So, you know, the, the, you know, how it's come along and evolved to now is just a natural progression for me. But really, that first episode was like, OK, I can listen to this all the time or as however many times you're going to put a put a post one in the week. So I was thoroughly impressed. You, you, I thought you did a very good job. Awesome. Thank you. Well, like, for instance, Mo and I, 
we went to college together. Okay, and, that's where the relationship started. Okay. And um, I met him in college, and we both did the Old Dominion University, Go Monarchs. Uh, ODU, I'm on the ODU family too. I was there. Awesome. And we did WODU Sports when we were there. Oh, so that's right. Because so you're a communications guy, right? Major, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we did basketball games and, um, well, we primarily did basketball games and stuff like that. So, you know, we got our chemistry through that. And then another gentleman, um, Jeff Cunningham, mm-hmm. um, we call him Cowboy. You know, us three, we, we kind of created a chemistry with us where it was awesome. And, and listening to us, we were focused and, you know, that sort of thing. You know, we brought Cowboy was a very awesome play by play guy. Okay. Um, I was kind of the partial color commentator. Okay. Um, we mean partial. Because, well, you know, those who can't do coach, like, okay. so, like, I knew how basketball worked and the X's and O's and stuff like that. So I can speak to that. And then when Mo came in, he actually played basketball. So, you know, his expertise of actually being out there, it made us a pretty solid unit. Okay, and, um, I hear that. You know, and one day during Christmas break, Mo and I decided to take a trip to one of ODU's away games. Okay, um, okay. And we got permission and all that and you know, because that's media, that's, you know, you got to call for all that. Oh, you know, so y'all didn't just go as fans then. Y'all were going to work. Oh, no, we went to work. Okay. I, I mean, see. I guess it was called work. We did it on, a, you know, our own dime. Well, what I'm so, saying is y'all y'all did it on your own dime, but it was an official visit, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. So I'll never forget, we, um, we called ODU and Drexel versus Drexel. Okay. And the cool thing about doing WOD sports was we got to know the players. So sure. like even like shout out to old men um sports information directors, you know. Mm-hmm. Um they treat us like media, like okay. everybody else. Sure. So whether it's TV, whether it's radio or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so after every game, we get to pick who we want to talk to. Now, obviously, we didn't get the number one guy. That person went to either radio or TV, sure. or both radio and TV. Right. So, we, for us, like, we would pick maybe the second best guy, or even just somebody we want to talk to. Sure. Depending on, you know, how the game went and stuff. So, that was cool, and they knew us. And then, you know, we had a little setup and everything, and whatnot. And so we went to Drexel, Mo and I, and I had to do play by play for the first time. And How'd you do? I mean, I think I did great. Okay. You know, but it's, you know, I respect play by play people because especially like it's so much harder on radio or um, internet because we're on internet. So they can't see. So literally you have to explain everything, you know, John brings a call, the ball down the court, passes to Cunningham, Pat Cunningham passes it to Jim, back to Brown, you know, shoot, and he scored, you know. So it's like you have, it's almost like you're telling the story and they have to envision what you're seeing. So I respect the heck out of those guys. Even on TV, 
you know, the play-by-play guy still, you know, he does it like, what if the fee goes out and all you hear is his, him talking? So that was awesome. And okay. we went there. I think we won that game. Okay. I think we won that game. So we got, you know, the cool thing about that was it wasn't on TV. It was on, it was in two places for older man. It was on OD radio, which is like, then it was AM 1140. Sure. And us. So okay. like you could listen to us on the internet. And so we got back and, um, you know, one of the, um, people working rec sports, they kind of, they kind of knew, knew us a little bit cause we had, well, could also work for the newspaper and advertising and stuff like that. So I knew those people They came, they did a piece, they paid for it, whatever, whatever. And like one of them was like, yo, y'all yeah, did a really good job. It's like, did a job about what? What are you talking about? He was like, I listened to you the other day because y'all were the only thing I could get on while I was working. Y'all were the only thing I could get because, okay. Okay. you know, because it was because back then it was like 2002 and Ted Constant, now known as Chartway Arena, has literally had just opened up the year before. Okay. So, um, yeah, it was kind of crazy. And for whatever reason, back then, ODU was, really wasn't big. This was before football. Basketball was so-so. So all you had was ESPN AM 1140. Right. Um, but they had not transitioned to the internet very well. Okay. And so I guess they had an issue that day. and But somehow... Um, I guess he looked us up and he took a chance that, that we would be live and we were. It just so happened we were there. I don't know if we communicated out. We might have. But yeah, we drove up to Pennsylvania and did a game. Yeah, it was dope. It was doing Christmas break. We had nothing else better to do. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I took a day off from work and I was like, well, it was a couple of days off from work. It's like, you want to go? Yeah, we got <laughs> we got um, press creds and we got there, they're ready for us and stuff like it was awesome. You know, we also got to go to the SCAA tournament um, one year and do that okay. because it was in Connecticut. Oh, and they flew y'all up there? Heck no, we drove. Oh, ouch. Yeah, I drove. It was in my car. And it took us all, literally, an eight hour drive took us like freaking 12 hours. So was there snow? No, it was just traffic. Oh, okay. Okay. But I mean, but we got there. So the cool thing about that was um, we were late. We checked in the hotel late. We were about 30 minutes away from the arena. Just so happens the game before ODU <clears throat> went in overtime. Oh, okay. So you weren't late. We got there like two minutes after it started. Okay. But the SID, we looked over, you know, gave the head nod because they got us permission to do it. Because right. basically, they came to us and they were just like, do y'all want to go up to Connecticut and call the game? Because going to the NCAA tournament, basically the NCAA pays for everything. Oh, really? So well, this doesn't come out of ODU's pocket then? Yeah. Well, especially that part. But we paid our <clears> own. <throat> like, we drove up there and we paid for a hotel. I mean, we did that. But all we had to do was get there. And they paid for the feed and all that. NCAA paid for the feed. And... Calling an NCAA tournament game was so awesome. We lost 
to Michigan State. But just being there was so awesome. And then one of the cool things about being on press row is after the game, you get to go to the press room. And And what is that like? So Cowboy was, he was um, a sports writer for the new school newspaper. Okay. So he, he asked questions. I asked like two questions in my whole two or three years doing it. (laughs) But he asked, you know, he asked some questions. He would ask questions all the time. You know, he'd write it down and be a school newspaper. It was dope. I mean, it's like, wow, I guess I'm giving some stuff away. I don't know if I should be giving this away or whatever, but press rooms are are weird. So it's like you have a couple sections. You have press row where everybody's at sitting down. And at, and at Ted Constant, you know, you have, if there's TV there, TV's in the middle. Right. And then you have the radio. Okay. Now we were a couple tables down closer to the end. That was cool with us because we are ready for it. We would be like they would put student other student radio beside us, um, and stuff, and that was fine. I didn't have any issue with that because it's what it is. But a lot of other schools did not send their student radio. You know, we just so happened that you know we did and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so you you know you get halftime, you get halftime scores. Okay, they give us a piece of paper. Right. Um, there's a room, I I guess, I don't know if it's a green room or whatever it's called, but there's food there, so we get to eat. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was just like, you know, we had press credentials. So as long as we're there, we had to wear a lanyard that gave us press credentials. ODU pretty much did it top notch, um, you know, at least for us, because that's all we knew. I mean, like we called the first – um, men's men's and women's game at Ted Constant as well. Like when ODU played North Carolina back in 2001. Okay. Um, we called that game. So it was four of us and we split the half. So like it was me and a gentleman named Jason Bryant. We did the second half, I believe. Now Jason Bryant, <clears throat> he does it professionally for wrestling, for college wrestling. He does it professionally. Okay. So he was like, he's like WDU, like, like legend. And right. it was cool to work with him. It was me and him. Was he, and, is he an older guy? Yeah. Is well, he the voice yeah, of ODU? He was about, he was about 23, 24, but he had called wrestling in high school. And then he was a communications major in college. And he had his own thing called Matt Talk Wrestling, Matt Talk Online. Okay. And so he had his own show and all that. And he got invited. He would start doing the Virginia duels. Then he got invited to do the national tournament. And now literally, I believe that's what he does for a living, which is awesome. Wow. Yeah. It's yes. wrestling. Okay. So it's dope. Okay. So learn, learn from him it was from Jason Bryan was also called a Twinkie. Um, I don't know the reason why. It's just what it was. Not a bad name. Not a bad no. name at all. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, that part of my life was was pretty awesome. You know, we were there when we played. We've we've been to a couple of VCU games, and you know, just as you could believe, the VCU people are terrible. Um, <laughs> are they just being fans, or are they actually terrible? I know a couple of people who go so, there. I don't think they're terrible people. All right, straight up, straight up. Now, ODU VCU, we have a rivalry. 
what it is. Very, very, yeah. But when the mascot comes to the student radio station and starts heckling us, that's kind of a problem. <laughs> Literally, kind of a problem. Okay. Like they did that to us, and we were just like, what are you doing? It's like, get away. Like we even talked about it on air. It's like, yeah, the, the Rams over here just like talking junk. Does he know we don't actually play the game? I was like, I don't know what he knows. I mean, it's VCU, so who knows? It might be some 40-year-old dude. At the time, I was like 32. So, you know, in the, in the uniform. But, you know, I just, VCU is whatever. Um, but, you know, we also got to go to the CA tournament okay. back then, and that was dope. I right. mean, right. I've, you know, we've done, we got to call two of their championship games. No, excuse me, two of their championship winning games. Um, I think we call a total of three championship games um, for WODU. And so that was dope. You know, it's just like, you, I mean, it was in Richmond. So you drive up, you go home, you drive up, you come home. You know, we didn't stay there. Um, but yeah, like the first time they won after we went off the air. Right. Like I got on the floor. Cause you know, when you, when you win your conference tournament, you get an automatic berth into what they call the big dance. Sure. And so I got on the floor, started dancing. I was like, we're going to Sizzler. <laughs> we, we going to Sizzler. Really? I mean, really? I mean, but yeah, is, but you know, the coolest thing about it and about all this, then we'll move on is like, we got to know a lot of players. Um, like even that day when they won it, like when they won one of their championships, you know, usually everybody's excited and stuff. And cause, and we were excited too, you know, just because it's ODU. We were homers. It's cool. Um, but like we had a couple players come over while we're still on air and like, you know, came and showed some love and stuff like that. They got on the air for a little bit. You know, it was, I mean, I don't know if they understand how much, we appreciated that. Right. But it was dope to the, to the fact that they, cause they saw us at every game. I mean, some of them in a, got the interview, you know, we asked them crazy questions sometimes, but it was just cool to know that, you know, they were just like, Hey, you know, yada, 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 great job, whatever, whatever, you know, just to come over and say, even they said, you know, we really don't like you. That's just cool enough for them to talk to they just came and talked to us, so that was cool. Right. It wasn't like desperate or nothing, but it was, I mean, you, you see like Alex Lawton, he's 6'8". That's a big dude, man, yep. from Australia. He's a big dude. So he came and sat in the chair, and he did a couple of interviews with us, man. And, and we're just like, we would ask him basketball questions, and then we just asked him some crazy question at the end, and he started laughing. <laughs> okay. You know, stuff like that. So it was good. I mean, we had quite a number of people. Um that part of time in my life was awesome. Just doing what I wanted to do. Cause I really wanted to do that for life, but I was too old at that point. How can you be yeah. too old to do? Huh? Well, so in order to get really get into sports casting, like unless you're a player, like unless you're a player, okay. and you do like color. Most, most of the guys are, are play by play dudes. So like, I don't have experience playing, like basketball, so oh, okay, I, see I can't mean. really do color commentating right. from that standpoint. Right. So, you know, for me, I would have to work my way up from, like, local 
to regional. And Lord knows if ESPN thought I was cool enough to be looked at, you know, because I really wanted to work for ESPN one time in my life. And I'm just, I can't anymore. It's just, I, I don't even like, yeah, I would have to be like a production assistant or something. I ain't got time for that. Unless they're going to pay me a lot of money, which they don't. But I mean, I mean, they I do. I don't know. Huh? They, some people get paid there. Oh yeah. Some people do, but by and large, they do have their jobs that are, and I was shocked to see it. Some they do have their jobs where it's like, that's all. <laughs> yeah, but you, but you know what? You can say you work for ESPN. So pretty much, like, you know, you can say you work for ESPN. You can almost get a job doing any media. Well, see, that, that was my point. I was gonna say that because it's like, why do you keep saying you can't because you're too old, dude? If you want to do it, get it done. And see, well, we talked. This is one of your not resolutions. I want to say that. But this is one of the ones, one of the things that you were talking about you wanted to improve. This is, to me, having that killer instinct. Well, at this moment in time, in, in life, okay, I don't necessarily want to do that anymore. It's just... Okay, so for it, you, the time has passed. Yeah, for me, the time has passed. Okay. And that's you saying that because you actually don't want to do it anymore, necessarily. Is that what you're I saying? Mean, it, I mean, if somebody called me up and was like, yo, let's do it. I'd be like, all right, but I'm not, I'm not like actively looking to do it. Okay. It's been a long time since I've done that. Like it's been, I'm 46. It's been at least 13 years. Okay. Not that I can't get back on that bike and roll, but you know. Okay. Something in the past and I'm, and I'm fine with that. I've made my piece. I, I enjoyed some stuff. I did a, bunch of cool things I never thought I would do. I got to call an NCAA tournament game. I mean, never in life I thought I'd be able to do that. Truth. I totally yeah. understand that. That's amazing, I think. Because, I mean, I can look you up. I look a game up and say, it's my cousin over there, y'all. Yeah, maybe. Why well, I mean, maybe. It's, it's, it's around somewhere, I'm sure. Eh, I doubt that. Well, That's a scary part. But I don't, once again, I don't think I can listen to it. You okay? That's another show altogether. We have been there, and you know what? It's not even worth it anymore. Not even. Some people, you, you look, man. It'd be amazing for you to like see how many people who do this, like, don't like listening to themselves. No, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I do get it because it took me a minute to get used to hearing how I actually sound. Yeah. I kind of dig it now. It's like, that's how I sound. And now when I play it back in my mind and I hear myself talk, that's exactly how I sound. So I have come to terms with it. You, on the other hand, it's like, man, I I'm good. Stand. I'm good to hear myself once. <laughs> I just am. I'm good to hear myself once. But hey, how do you improve if you don't listen to your shows? Well, I guess because at least at this point in time, it's not a job. It's something that I like to do. Okay. It's something that I'm passionate about. Um, so, but like, if I woke up tomorrow and was like, I'm done, mm-hmm. I'm done. I mean, and that's probably why, like, for me, it is something more, I guess, I don't want to use the words heartfelt, but it, it, yeah, it's, it's, you know, this is what I like doing. I like talking in on the radio and, or, or a podcast, whatever. And I like giving my opinion. And that's okay. it. Now, will it live forever? Yes. However, I my goal in life is not to say anything so stupid 
on my podcast that it'll like truly live forever. <laughs> yeah, we don't want that. But I, I mean, mean, but at the same time, I understand what you mean. I just wanted to make sure for me personally, I just wanted to make sure there's not some fire burning to do this. And you're saying I can't, I can't, I can't. That's nah. what we're trying to avoid. Right now, my fire, on, my fire is on this show. And, okay. and at this point in time, I, I enjoy doing the show. You know, okay. even though we only have so many people who listen to it, I still enjoy it. Even if like nobody listened to it, I would still do it because right. it's something it, it's something I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And after my trip from Georgia last year, excuse me, Florida, I decided, why wait? Let's knock it out. And literally two a week and a half later, I put out my first show. That's all I'm scared, scared to death. Really? Scared to death. You did not sound scared to death to me. You sounded like Ruben. It's like, okay. I mean, but yeah. I I I mean, because I didn't have an intro. I didn't have an outro. I did have a, a thought similar to what I was gonna talk about. Okay. Or what I was what I would say. Um I think I actually wrote, I think I have it somewhere. I typed up like my first like five sentences of what I would say. Oh, so you actually did try to script it a little bit. Well, because I didn't want to forget. Okay. That was my biggest fear, forgetting. One, forgetting. And then two, the the other thing I hate is, because I've already had to do this before, I hate having to try to reproduce a show that I've already done. It's never the same. It's never the same. Yeah. So, like, I did a show, and for whatever reason, just didn't save, and I was heated. So I literally sat away for it from it for like two hours before I came back and knocked it out. Okay. Again. And it, yeah, it wasn't the same. I mean, I thought it lost something, you know, and that's really like what we talk, you know, I'm really about the organic and stuff like that. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not looking forward to ever having to, you know, have to redo some stuff that would, that would hate my, I would, my heart would feel sad. Because it wouldn't be the same. No, yeah. you're right about that. I mean, from that perspective, I totally get it. You're right. Because, I mean, well, if you do it twice, there's some things you're going to forget to say. You're not really in the moment anymore because the moment has already passed. Yeah. Like right now, I'm sitting here and my mouth said, I'm done. And I'm just like, that's not cool. Because <laughs> I'm about to go into a segment. And I like to, I like to, like, make sure I have my facts straight. I don't really like to go off the dome about certain things, but I don't think I have a choice because my mouse has decided that it left me. Well, and this is organic right here. It is. This is that organic stuff, man. Evan changes his batteries in his mouse and prays that it works. Well, <laughs> while but, you're doing that, while you're doing that, I want to get started on one small thing. I had a couple of things I want to talk about. We talked about Uh-oh. both of them off the air. And this has nothing to do with what we're actually supposed to be talking about. But, you know, us, two hours long. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but I want to understand your hatred and vitriol for Christopher Robin. He sucks. That is not reasoning. That is just like you throwing something on it okay. and he's moving Here on. Here it is, man. Okay, Here it is, please, right? Please. I'm a big Winnie the Pooh fan. Yes. Who's 